0: Learn more at epiphany-stl.org. That's epiphany-stl.org. The text for the sermon is from Luke 2. Today in the town of David, the Savior has been born to you. He is Christ Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in claws and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company, the heavenly host, appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. It's a great morning to be here in God's church. Children's Christmas worship, I think, is always a special event in the church's annual cycle of events. Hearing the familiar story coming from the lips of our young people is encouraging and humbling and delightful all at once. And for many of us, it's a little bit nostalgic. As we recall, distant Christmas programs played out in distant sanctuaries. It was a different time, probably a different place, but the story was the same, and it's good to be part of it again. It feels like Christmas. And then there are the decorations around us, the tree, the ornaments, the nativity display, the garlands, the swags, the bows, lights, and ribbons seems that everywhere you see the signs of the season, evergreens, poinsettias, Santas, and the gifts, they all do their work that they're supposed to do. It feels like Christmas. And today, even the weather is cooperating. It's perfect for the season. It's crisp and cold, cold enough to snow. It's just right. It's the kind of weather that puts people into the spirit of the season, the kind of weather that retailers love, the kind of weather that inspires people to do their Christmas shopping. And if we are lucky enough to get a couple of inches of snow, well, so much the better. Step outside, take a deep breath, and you know it, it feels like Christmas. It's wonderful when everything comes together and it feels like Christmas. But it doesn't always work that neatly, that cleanly, does it? Sometimes things don't come together the way that they're supposed to this time of the year. It's the middle of December. But in the tired little house with the mid-century furniture, the now trendy again mid-century Christmas decorations, well, they're nowhere to be seen. They're still boxed up and tucked into the corner of a closet where they have been for years. It has been a long time since their sole remaining owner has had the strength to retrieve them and expose them to the light of day. In that house, it feels old and worn and lonely. It doesn't feel much like Christmas. Down the street in a little apartment, youth abounds, but the financial situation is not good. This year in this home, money is tight again, and childhood Christmas wishes and expectations only add to the pressure and the heartache. It's hard. It doesn't feel much like Christmas. It happens. Things don't go the way we plan even in December, weather, family, and friends don't always come together in a perfect Christmas mix. Families fight, relationships shatter, marriages fray and fall apart. Illness, anxiety, fear, despair, and even death push their way into our lives and exact a heavy toll And it doesn't feel like Christmas. It's that way this year for Vicky. Vicki lives right next door to Gina Lee and me. We've known her for more than 10 years now. She and her husband, Ed, were among the first to greet us when we moved into our house. Like usual, there's a Christmas flag hanging on their front porch, but this year, things aren't right next door. Now this year, Vicky and Ed aren't together. She asked to go visit him in a clean, quiet, private room, in a clean, quiet hospice, 20 minutes away. Ed is dying. His organs are shutting down. His body's quitting, And he's only 67. It's sad. Just two weeks ago, Ed was still at home just a couple months ago, he was out and about, dealing with a problem ankle that, even after multiple surgeries, just wasn't healing quite right. But he was getting along all right. And then, a week and a half ago, that all changed. Instead of decorating their home, planning family gatherings, and shopping for grandkids, Vicki now is sitting next to Ed, who sleeps most of the time leaving Vicky to think about 47 years of marriage coming to an end doesn't feel much like christmas i've spent a fair amount of time with ed and vicky over the last few weeks there's been a lot to talk about earlier this fall ed and i started having conversations that matter we talked about family and fatherhood and marriage and the cardinals we talked about the church and we talked about Jesus. And that was a new thing for Ed. You see, he hadn't been raised in the church. And he didn't go to church. But in October, he was interested. In fact, he told me he wanted to come to my church and he wanted to be baptized. I assured him that I would certainly love to baptize him. And I started making plans for his visit to Epiphany and his instruction in the faith and his baptism. It was going to be great. But for some reason, Ed kept getting sicker and sicker. And he never made it to church. Never made it outside the house. Only to the hospital where in early December, he learned that he would never go home again. And so last Sunday afternoon, after years of praying and talking, I went to Ed's hospital room and I baptized Ed in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Vicky and their two children, they were there. Gina Lee made cupcakes to celebrate the occasion. And we all rejoiced at the gift God had given. Ed was beaming with enthusiasm. He declared that now, finally, he could tell everyone who asked that he had a pastor and that he was a Lutheran. It was a great day. It felt like Christmas. Indeed, it felt exactly like Christmas. You see, what happened there in that hospital room was the very essence of Christmas. Think about it. The Christmas story that we heard told again this morning is all about God coming to claim His own. It's all about God loving His broken, frustrated, rebellious creation so much that He became part of it, that He added it, to his own being absolutely blows your mind. God in human flesh to save all flesh. That's Christmas. And don't you see, that's precisely what God did last Sunday afternoon. He came down and he claimed his creation as his own. He claimed. Ed, he made Ed his own child, his own son for eternity. Wow, it feels like Christmas. There's nothing magic about baptism. Of course, it's not some enchanted formula. It's just a tool that the Holy Spirit uses to give faith. Baptism is not a magic charm that makes everything better. Death it's still creeping ever closer to Ed, and Vicki, she still grieves, and will grieve for a long, long time. But last Sunday, in the sacrament of baptism, God came, the gift was given, and everything changed forever. Ed belongs to God now. I tell him every time I see him, Death is not the end. does not get the last word. God does. And God's word is resurrection and eternal life. Easter's waiting just around the corner. It feels like Christmas. In the midst of the sentiments and the nostalgia and the genuine joy of this season, Christmas is coming. In the midst of the sorrow... And the loneliness, and the disappointment, and the pain, and the death. Christmas is coming. No matter what, Christmas is coming. We're almost there. Three candles burn on the Advent wreath this morning. The new one is pink, the odd one, the one for joy, the joy of the angels who had the great delights. Of delivering God's good news to God's people. They sang for joy on Christmas night. We heard about it again this morning. They sang for joy, of course. Their song, Sweeping Over the Judean Hills. And they sang for joy last Sunday afternoon, of course, over the miracle in a hospital room. Jesus said so. There's joy, he told us, in the presence of the angels over one sinner who repents. Joy, last Sunday at Ed's baptism. Joy today, on the third Sunday of Advent, as the children lead us in the Christmas story. Joy on Christmas, joy when God comes for his people. God is coming coming to claim his creation, coming to make you his own. No, we're not there yet, but we're getting close. In these last days of Advent, make sure, make sure that you're ready. Take time to center your celebration. Whether or not it feels like Christmas has nothing to do with presents or decorations, or food, or family, or even the weather. Whether or not it feels like Christmas has everything to do with God coming to give His gift, coming for His creation, coming for you. I don't know how things feel for you this morning. I don't know all the challenges, the pressures, the anxiety, The heartbreak, the loneliness, the fear, all those things that push in on you today, I don't know, but I do know that whatever you're dealing with this morning, He's coming. Christ is coming for you. This is the great truth at the center of the story. This is the great truth. It triumphs over everything, even death. This is the truth that changes everything for you. This is the truth that makes it feel like Christmas. Amen.